So good morning, listeners, and welcome to Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley. Thank you again for joining us this morning. And this, the 4th of August, it's the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We want to especially welcome those listeners who are housebound, those who are lonely and struggling in some way. And of course, especially our listeners who support us each week in prayer. Thank you so much for that. We need prayer support so much each week, and thank you so much for that. Thank you indeed for spending this hour with us, where we will share some fast topics with you. We've got a special guest joining us later on this morning. I'll just introduce this guest in a second or two. But just to remind listeners that our programme is broadcast on Sacred Space at West Limit 102 Local Radio at 10am and 11pm each Sunday. And is available for playback and download on commonseeinspirations.buzzspread.com. Or you can also get us on our, uh, on our blog which is www.sacredspace102.blogspot.com. As listeners would know, at this particular stage, all of our programmes for the last uh, ten and a half years are actually up on that blog, and uh, you can search for various programmes we were doing over the year with various people sharing their faith, faith topics, and, of course, good music as well. Now, our podcasting team this morning includes uh, joining me here in studio, as usual, our resident prayer guide, uh, my dear lady wife, Anne. Good morning to you, Anne. How are you? Morning, John. Morning, listeners. Thanks a lot for joining us, Anne, and staying with us this morning. And somebody who I heard a number of months back, actually, but haven't been, in, haven't been able to, to make contact until more recently, somebody who, who I heard, actually, um, on Radio Maria there, it's uh, Sabrina McKernan from Tralee. Good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, John. Good morning, listeners. Very well, thank you. Thanks a lot for joining us, Sabrina. So Sabrina is going to uh, stay with us for, for all of the programme, actually. Um, but she's also going to help us out with, uh, with enlightening us on saints for the week, and that'll be just in a minute or two. So as usual, our saints will also include that. A few little notices that I just want to bring to people's attention just at the start of the programme here. Uh, as usual, we try to plug this Youth 2000 uh, summer, summer Festival. And that's actually taking place on the 15th to the 18th of August for young people aged between 16 and 35. So it's from Thursday, August the 15th to Sunday, August the 18th. Uh, any young people who would hope to keep their faith alive in the future, and I don't so would like to to be a veil of this experience, you're encouraged to contact maybe the U2000 the, the website, which is www.u2000.ie. The weekend takes place in uh, Clannowis uh, Wood College. and provides an opportunity for young people to see what U2000 provides. A great opportunity, I'd say, for 16 to 35 year olds to join together in praising the Lord and sharing their faith as people like to in their age group. So again, that's the 15th of August to the 18th of August inclusive. Just one more little notice there. There's a Limerick Diocesan pilgrimage to Rome in October this year. Bishop, our own Bishop, Bishop Brendan Leahy, is leading a pilgrimage to Rome for the canonization of Cardinal John Henry Newman. The new saint actually visited Limerick twice in 1852 and 1854 and resided for some time in the diocese. The pilgrimage will depart from Dublin on Friday the 11th of October, returning from Rome on Monday the 14th of October, so Friday the 11th to Monday the 14th. Further information and booking details, you can actually contact the Cultural Connections Limited on 057 
93550050. That's 0579355050. Or I can email them on info at culturalconnection.eu. Now, if people want to contact me here at the at the program, I can actually give them give out those details against them. You can contact the program here by texting us at 87 6088667. That's 087 6088667. Or you can email me, and that's on sacredspace102 at gmail.com. Now, at this part of the program, I'm going to invite a new guest to, to, to share with us this week, Sabrina, and maybe some saints that we expect to join us and journey with us for this coming week. So, sure. who, yeah. can you, who, who can you let us into? No problem. Well, on the 5th of August, we have the dedication to the Basilica of Mary Major. Now, in 431, the Council of Ephesus um, formally proclaimed the Mother of Jesus as the Mother of God. And as a result, um, this church was built, and it's the oldest church in the West uh, dedicated to Our Lady. So that's pretty nice nice to know that. Mm. Yeah. Um, Moving on, the 6th of August, we have the Transfiguration. Now, that's a big, big, big event and very, very, you know, special uh, time in our faith. Um, and it, it can be seen as quite magical and, and, and things like that. But it's, as we know, it's Jesus um, bringing uh, Peter, James and John up to Mount Tabor. And he he turns, his face turns and he's, the clothing turns dazzling white. And we see that Moses and Elijah um, join him in conversation. And that's a very special event for us. And it's it's our desire to be holy and, you know, the light of God in our lives. And it's, it's a time of comfort for us as well, because it's just coming up to the passion um, when, when Jesus is, is crucified. Um, on Wednesday, the 7th, mm-hmm. we have the Feast of Pope Sixtus and his Companions, so we're back to, you know, the martyrdom of, of, of the, in the time of the church. And he was actually killed while saying mass. Um, so that's kind of, yeah, that, that's important mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Now, among, among those was uh, Lawrence Deacon, St. Lawrence of Deacon, uh, four days later. So there was seven of them, seven deacons altogether in that time um, who, were, who were killed for the faith. Um, on the Thursday, we have St. Dominic, and I'm sure we all know the Dominicans, and they're such an important order in Ireland, hugely important to us. So St. Dominic was ter- is Thursday coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know especially as well that, 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 that Our Lady appeared to St. Dominic, you know, with, with the rosary, our powerful prayer. Mm-hmm. St. Friday is St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross, uh, Edith Stein. And with her, her story is quite interesting as well. She was uh, born into a practicing Jewish family and she converted just by reading St. Teresa of Avila's um, autobiography. So that's how God touched her life. So there are kind of Ooh. some of the saints coming up there for the week, John. And, you know, I, I, what I like there, as I have to mention here in the program, you know, you mentioned about one of the saints, St. Sixtus II, uh, going back to 258. In the year two, yeah. so, so I mean, that was only 250 years after the birth of Christ. And people yeah. were being at that particular stage, as you said, they were being persecuted. Mm, and right the, way yeah. up, and right, the, right the way up to the present day, um, 
beautiful one there, as you mentioned there, St. Dominic, and you reminded us then about the rosary, so important for all the mm. homes that uh, that we were all born into um, in our younger days. Uh, hopefully, the rosary will return again. Uh, yeah, please God. A little bit about that in part two in your work with Radio Maria. Mm-hmm. And a beautiful one there on Friday, you reminded us there. Mm. St. Teresa Benedictus. Beautiful, Carmelite, yeah, yeah. Carmelite, yeah. and of yeah. course, her story was, of course, it wasn't she involved with being taken by the Nazis? She was, yes, she was. Very, very tough time. So initially, she was actually a philosopher. Uh, uh, philosophy mm-hmm. philosopher, mm-hmm. but obviously because of her gender, that was stopped. And then she read Saint Teresa's bi- autobiography, and she completely was converted into Catholicism. And yeah, the Nazis, yeah, they, they, um, they. That's what happened to her near the end. Yeah, um, she, killed her. Yeah, she died yeah. in uh, in the gas chamber. In gas chamber. Uh, yeah, yeah. Forty-two. Mm-hmm. And then you remind us then about Saint Lawrence. Mm. One, uh, yeah, I think you were referring to him in, uh, as one of the seven deacons. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And his yeah. feast day is there on Saturday. Thank you, thank you so much for that and for sharing no that problem. with us. So at this part of the program now, uh, we, there's a spiritual communion prayer that we always like to pray. And this is for those of our listeners who are sick and, as I said, housebound, lonely, can't get out of the house. Maybe all their all their life were able to receive Jesus in the Holy Sacrament and of Holy Communion at Mass uh, every morning, maybe possibly, probably usually a daily Mass, now can't get out at all. So this is our contribution to helping them to to share um, to share some of Jesus with them. So this morning, Anne, you might pray that prayer before uh, the yes, Spiritual Communion prayer with us, please. Thanks, yeah. Anne. My Jesus, I desire to receive you into my soul since I now cannot receive you sacramentally come spiritually into my soul I embrace you as already there I unite myself wholly to you never permit me to be separated from you Amen 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 thank you so much now for that Faran so at this part of the programme we go for our first bit of music and you picked a lovely piece of music there Sabrina this morning can you introduce it for us please it's uh, the Our Father, the Lord's, Lord's Prayer, and it's by Andrea Bocelli. So, yeah, it's absolutely fabulous. And, you, I mean, this is obviously a favourite of yours. It is one one favourite of mine. Oh. And, you know, the funny thing is, I only came across it not not too long ago, which is very, very strange. <laughs> well, listen, let's just say this. And this is Andrea Bocelli, and he's singing the Our Father.
So welcome back again to the second part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined in the studio here by Anne, and a good friend, uh, Sabrina McKernan, who's joining us from Tralee in County Kerry. Uh, thanks again for joining us, Sabrina. Oh, thank you so much for this. Thank you. You're very good to join us. Now, just at the outset, I just want to just want to um, let people know that actually Sabrina is actually totally blind. So bearing in mind what she's going to share with us over the next 10 or 15 minutes or so, this lady has been contacting me via Skype and uh, text and email and all the rest of it. Um, Bear that in mind, especially when we listen to the gospel later on. But anyway, let's go back again to Sabrina. Okay, Sabrina, um, tell me a little bit about your family background, brothers and sisters and that sort of stuff. Yeah, okay. I have two sisters and, yeah, mom and dad. Okay. (laughs) And me, yeah. I'm the youngest. <laughs> and, I mean, obviously, faith in the family would have been the usual, the same as the rest of us, maybe, brought up in a... Yeah, yeah. Um, my nan, in particular, huge faith. And I've, I have a lot to thank for, for my nan, God rest her soul. Yeah, and the faith, definitely. Um, we used to go to... I always remember going to Holy Mass on the Sunday, my nan, my mom and myself, and very, very special times, you know, and it's very strong at the moment with me. So, yeah. Thanks be to God for that. And yeah. you, you do actually have some lovely memories, don't you? I mean, have you got one or two there that you might want to share with us there in in in, in regard to your, to your nan or, 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 or to, you know, times when you might have been struggling within your own faith and maybe a nan said something or just... Yeah, she she always um, would, would, would have guided, you know, prayer. I mean, even when her her own children were small, she would have had them saying the rosary you know, every evening. And, um, yeah, my nan was a very, very strong woman. Um, but yeah, there, there would have been certain times when, cause I was, 
I would have been quite sick, quite ill when I was growing up. And yes, you mentioned that, yes. I think yeah, did you say you and, had a hooping cough, did you? At yeah, time? I'd hooping cough and I had asthma oh. and I tried everything going. Oh. <laughs> and well, that's um, not fair. I know, but yeah. I would have turned. I would have turned to Jesus like all the time, and even you know the nuns would have spotted it in schools. And you know, you you have there's a relationship there. You have a relationship, you know. And at the time, it was like, oh yeah, you know, but it didn't really. It kind of, I don't know, it didn't really register, whatever. But um, yeah, it would have been. I would have been very close to God, and, and you know, at different times during my life, kind of growing up, and we were in. I was in school for the blind anyway, so. Um, I suppose I would have been raised a lot by nuns and, and, and staff, childcare staff. Mm -hmm. And I used to love getting up in the mornings and the nun would call us early and to go to mass. And I, I actually loved that. It was a great feeling. Was that so. a wonderful gift to have too, to be able to, to, to have that likeness within yourself to be able to attend Holy Mass and have that ability to be able to, within the school, with the nuns, been able yeah. to brought to mass? Yeah, it was a beautiful experience. Lovely chapel. I remember I always remember their their chapel in the convent and yeah, it was lovely. And I remember um, you know, first holy communion and I remember confirmation all growing up and I know a lot of people actually don't, but I do and I remember my first confession and yeah, it's 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 amazing like, you know, just to be able to look back and all that. And you you wrote to me and shared that when you were thirteen years of age mm -hmm. you asked Jesus to help you out. What was that all about? <laughs> yeah, so um, it was Good Friday and the Passion of the Christ, and it's been very, very special since with me. But yeah, I asked him to stop my asthma attacks because I was getting them every year and I was hospitalized and, you know, I'd be unconscious and stuff like that. So I was quite sick. And since then, they, they didn't return. I asked him on that Good Friday. That was a special grace. Yeah. Not yeah. everybody gets their grace. Thank God, yeah. But thanks yeah. be to God for that. But obviously your face through all that time, you wanted to go to Mass and so on and so forth. But I'd say Jesus then also, I mean, Jesus had something for you to do anyway, you know, I mean, as he does with all of us. And he, yeah, he, he knew, he knew his plan. But he I knew his plan. <laughs> yeah. And he probably knew you had to get into a little bit of training. In in your case, it was, it was a little bit of training. There was no further suffering that you went through yourself, but, but that faith came through all the time. And then... Your nan, who was such an influence there on your faith. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then your nan died and you had a beautiful experience. Maybe you can share some of that. Yeah, so too. she died when I was 18 and I was there. I was I was sitting beside the bed and she passed and she died. And a um, beautiful experience, beautiful peace came over me. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Um, very special, you know. That time. Yeah. Now, at, at this particular time, had you left the school for the blind at this particular stage, or were you? Still I had, there? yeah, yeah. I was back. I was back home. Yeah, and I was. I had. Um, my teenage years weren't weren't the best. weren't very happy. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I seem to have. Um, like a lot of us do. Unfortunately, I kind of turned my back on Jesus. I suppose really, I mm -hmm. wasn't very. Yeah, I wasn't very very good. Very strong with him at all, and even even into my twenties as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, unfortunately, but it's like it was like he was always there knocking, you know, like, I'm here, I'm here, you know, because <laughs> it was little times like when I'd, yeah, I have little experiences, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, particularly, say, going along with different guide dogs in my life, um, I would have always kind of turned to Jesus as well and to keep us safe and things like that. So he was always there. <laughs> always there. And then um, as you moved into your 40s then, 
Mm-hmm. You spoke to Jesus, yeah? Yeah, it was a very, very strange experience. So what happened was, which which often does happen in, in people's lives, um, you know, there's maybe a tragedy or something, um, and you will have your, I suppose, real conversion. Um, so I, my, my, my mom um, <clears throat> had cancer, my sister had cancer as well, and an uncle of mine died. And then I lost my guide dog, my previous guide dog's oh, cancer dear. as well. So <laughs> there was a whole range of things going on. And something, I'm not quite sure how to explain it. You know, when you say hmm. there's a gentle presence around you or the Holy Spirit is in a gentle breeze. Um, yes. And it was a quite, quite a strong experience as well, you know, and it was my niece's confirmation. And it was like something was, was there and around me, filling me with love and strength and holiness you know mm-hmm. uh, and that really has taken on it oh my goodness i've just gone from strength to strength with the faith all the time yeah and so obviously that that was jesus again working in you and working through the holy spirit um with all those yeah. experiences you had tough times and uh, many of us would have kind of given out to god about it you know i said listen what, what's this all about and, and me yeah I'm, I'm yeah I'm yeah, good... no, I was. I've never been that way. Thank God. I've mm. always, um, you know, kind of asking what to do, and you know, I, you know, and and deep prayer, you know, and I'd have a few little prayers that I would always say, and you mm. know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And and I mean, obviously, throughout this time, then you probably would have had somebody to accompany you anyway. I mean, you know, from a spiritual point of view, or would it have been just that you would you just making sure that you were keeping in touch with the faith, maybe from your from your from your parish point of view, uh, mm. with your own impairment then, were you able to get in touch maybe through websites to hear things, to, to hear various um, talks? Then, then no, I wasn't at all. No, I only had mass and I was cantor in the local church as well, which is another t- fantastic ministry that I do, thank God. So that's all that I had up until then. Um, and then something, I'm not sure how it happened, how it came about, but um, I found Radio Maria Ireland um, digitally on, on, I think it was their app or it was on the TuneIn online and yeah it's just been an amazing experience ever since So tell um, me tell me how, how you've become involved with Radio I mean what sort of work you do and how you helped them out Yeah day. so um, it was Easter week and I'm actually a year with them now, I was volunteering <laughs> <laughs> Very um, good And I came on, I always remember it was Easter Thursday and I went on and I I um, I contributed with the the Holy Rosary, mm-hmm. and up until then, Rosary the Rosary would never have been very strong in my life. Like I would have associated, um, mainly, unfortunately, as a lot of people do, being honest about it, um, with death, you yeah. know, somebody mm. dying, mm. and um, you know, and it's it's a shame, and I just see the power in it now since, and even Our Lady, you know, our our Mother, I would never really have spoken to her even e- either, you know. Um, so I've completely turned my life around. And and and, and since you become involved with uh, Radio yeah. Maria, maybe that's for the last year. Then obviously you've yeah. become a bit more involved too than just um, just joining in saying the rosary. Yeah, I um I also do a bit of evangelising work. I guess it's um I've <laughs> Thursday night or sorry Thursday day, pardon me, okay. afternoon slot. Um, I was doing a lot about the saints, and now I do. It's like a reflection, more a topical. Um, half an hour kind of a slot, which I find really, I love it, you know. And those sort of topics can be range, um, it's all faith, faith orientated. Oh, yes, it? all faith related. So, I, you know, I could do maybe, um, 
I don't know, discerning God's will for you maybe one week or, you know, different different things like that. So it's only kind of began really last week. So I'm just kind of getting into that now. But um, I, I would have always kind of drifted into it um, when I was doing the hourly program for the saints because I would have always started with a saint, but I would have always ended up with either talking about a book that I've been reading. Spiritual, yeah, spiritual reading and stuff like that. So. Yeah. And you just mentioned there that you you were actually presenting an hours program on the Saints at one particular station. Yeah, it was very, it was now, very tough <laughs> for somebody who's visually impaired, you know, yeah. uh, to be able to yeah. present a program on the Saints. That exactly. would, I mean, for most of us, that'd be pretty hard. <laughs> how do you get around to find out? The, you know, how do you find you know the resources that you need to be able mm. to do that? To, well, I tell you, I've got into so much now. I've got into so much um, Catholic radio, um, EWTN, all the different places, uh, uh, even, you know, um, oh, it's just amazing. And then you'd have your websites as well then that, you know, Catholic online and, and, and you know, different different things like that. So um, there's lovely apps as well. I mean, thank God for the apps on the iPhone that you can get, like all the different faith-based apps, you know. Um, yeah, Bible as well. I mean, gosh, I would have never like seen a full Bible even in Braille or anything. And now to have it in audio form is just absolutely incredible. You know, people take it for granted, you know. And I think that's it. You know, you've just said that people take it so much for granted. But when yeah. you but when you don't have it mm-hmm. and when you've got to go looking for a little bit for it and do a little bit of work for it, then you appreciate it. You oh, know, absolutely. And, and so for somebody like yourself to be able to, to access, and we, and we thank God for, for, for the technology that he's given us to enable people like yourself or the rest of us, you know, and, and anybody else out there to be able to access all these resources that bring the good news. And you mentioned that evangelization. Mm-hmm. There's some people, some people might be thinking, what are you talking about evangelization? What, what would, how would you describe evangelization? Well, it's, I, I just find it's just um, I'm living my faith as best mm. I can, mm. you know, and gently as, as I can. And people have said it to me, you know, they said, Sabrina, you don't you don't shove it down your, my throat and you don't judge me. And I mm. said, no, mm. you know, no. And I think that I think that's a lovely word that you you use there gently. You live your yeah. faith gently, you know, in, yeah. in that some people maybe maybe want to take on the world. I think one of the expressions that I heard um some time back was the Lord only expects us to sow the seeds. Exactly. Yeah. We're not expected mm-hmm. to do the reaping. No. The Lord will do the reaping. The, 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 the <laughs> Holy Spirit do that. But we, we have to just do our little bit, which is set the seeds. Yeah. And you mentioned there about evangelization. And there's a lot of people out there who we, you know and I know, uh, and uh, maybe within our families and within our own communities, uh, and listen to this program who are struggling to hold on to their faith these days because of what they hear out there in the media and, and the press and so on and so forth and within their own communities mm-hmm. what, uh, how would you go about trying to help these you know these guys who, who just well for, maybe they don't want to know first of all uh, and yeah um I think there's a desire in everyone. I do think there's a desire in everyone to want to seek God, to want to know God. I do think there is there is something there. And I think that's been given to us, um, you know, and I was listening to a, a talk, actually, and I was a Monsignor in America, and he was saying that, that it is given to every single person, Catholic, non-Catholic, whoever, whatever. But I think it's more, it's just along the lines of uh, nature, you know, reflecting um, quiet time yourself, you know, finding the love within you. That's all God. You know, that's all good. 
yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that. It's it's just all around you in those kind of situations, you know. Just last weekend, um, uh, they, they call it Week Sunday was on when, mm-hmm. when a lot of people climbed uh, climbed Crow Patrick and. Um, one particular person who I spoke to actually after that, uh, a person who climbed Crow Patrick, wouldn't wouldn't call this particular person now would be the person who'd be going to first mass every day or, or maybe once a year. Uh, but I, I connected up with what Archbishop Neary had said in his homily, and Archbishop Neary said in his homily, he said that everybody, whether they know it or not, wants to know God. Yeah. Well, once they get connected with God. And this mm-hmm. particular guy said to me, he said, you know, he said, when I was climbing up the mountain, he almost said, you know, that I was praying for people. But what he said to me was, he said, I was thinking of people. I was thinking of people who just died, thinking of people who were struggling, people, people who were sick. Mm-hmm. To me, that guy was praying. Exactly. And to me, yeah. that guy also was showing that he, with, even though he didn't know it, he wanted to get in contact with God. He did. That's exactly it. And, and they, that was even God working in him. And that was God. Work, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. And yeah. by him passing on that to other people, other people would, might just cop that on mm. and say, listen, you know, this guy, even though he doesn't know it. No. And that's where your evangelization thing comes in. You know, yeah, absolutely. To, to meet yeah. these people where they are, because I think mm. there's some people within our own communities and people who we know our own circles who would want to know God and would, would want to know the Lord a bit more, but maybe they're afraid of the phraseology and maybe the image that's being portrayed, you know, over the years. Yeah. And, and if only, as somebody reminded me there recently, if only people knew a little bit more, as you mentioned early on, about the love of God, about things like the prodigal son, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, the, the, the father there. And Jesus is always looking out for us. No matter where we've come from, he meets us where we are. It does, yeah. Would you like mm-hmm. to would you like to say a small little bit about that in terms of maybe people you might have come across yourself, or people out there who sometimes are afraid to go anywhere near the church or anywhere near thinking about the Bible or the Word of God because they're afraid they might get beaten up. Yeah, I think it's if unfortunately it's a bit intimidating for them and they don't seem to kind of um, yeah I don't know um, I think it's because. <laughs> Something when they don't see something, they don't know how to believe it, or yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think people are very uncomfortable as well with silence, you know. But it, you don't have to be silent, as in, in a place where you know what I mean, where there's nothing Mm-mm. happening. Like, Mm-mm. um, as the priest once said here, you know, you can be in your car and just not have the radio on. That, yes, you know, and that's enough. That's so right. You go out for a walk. It allows yeah. God, as you said, yeah. or, or allows the Holy Spirit to get in touch with it. It does. It does. Definitely does. Yeah. Even yeah. even even sometimes we when we don't even need that, and I've often heard, heard mm. people say, "Well, I'm I'm not really holy, you know, because I know I yeah. don't, <laughs> I don't do seven seven I don't pray seven roses before my breakfast in the morning, so therefore, mm. you know, I'm not holy. That isn't the you point. You don't have to. No, you don't, you don't have, have to. to. <gasps> the point is, wake up in the morning. I say, I think myself and you spoke about this the other day. Wake up, wake up in the morning and say, Lord, morning, Lord, here I am. Reporting for yeah. duty. What do you want me to do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Because and it's 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 something that's coming from the heart, or if yeah. you're caring for a loved one, if you're whatever you're doing, that's prayer. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. It's prayer. You know, and as uh, was it Saint Therese of the Child Jesus, offer it up. Say, you know, I'm offering this up to you. I'm offering everything during the day, no matter mm. what it is. 
Yeah. And and you know that there, there was something that um, people might people know uh, listeners would know that I go to lecture Divino every uh, every Monday night. With a, a little bit of a plug here with Father Frank Dewick in Newcastle West uh, Parish Centre. It's eight fifteen to nine fifteen every every Monday evening. It's a wonderful hour where we spend where Father Frank breaks up the Sunday Gospel for us, and he continually tells us and just reminds us about the love of God. And he says, you know, that's what we're asked to do. It's very easy. It's easier sometimes to to as I said, say seven roses before we have breakfast in the morning. It's not so easy sometimes to show love to someone who a little bit obnoxious to us or a challenge to us, you know, and that's what love's all about. It is, it's, it is. It's a really testing time, it's, but it's like, hold on, you know, this person has been made in the image and likeness of Jesus, as, of God as well, you know. Yeah. And we uh, just have to remember, yeah. And each of us, as you mentioned earlier on, each, each of us is given a gift. You, 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 Sabrina, you've been given your gifts, I've been given mine, and, and yeah. Anne here, and, and all the people out there listening. That's their treasure. That's what the Lord has given them to enjoy life. Uh, one, of, one, of my, one of my favorite uh, quotations from the, from the Gospels is uh, John 10.10, 10, I come to give you life in all its fullness. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about that, he's come to give us everything. The full, the full yeah. lot, like, yeah. and all yeah. we got to do is just open up our hands. And say, okay, here I am. And you know from your experience, and you've just shared with us how your struggles, uh, but your faith has brought you to a place now, which uh, is coming through totally from you. That that you're you're in union with the Lord, and and you're happy. <laughs> and you're, Everyone says that they say I'm very I'm grounded in my faith, and I'm very. You know, but it's not it's not easy. I mean, it's it's like any relationship, you know, we, we do have to work, work at it, you know, and what we get back is just so much more than we're giving, you know. So tell me, what what's the plans for the future for Sabrina, apart from hopefully uh, John is a little bit more and, and come and see inspirations, but it can, can continue uh, being available for Radio Maria as well? Yeah, I, I, I love radio ministry. I absolutely love it. And I'm so thank God that I've been given d- these opportunities, you know, and to, to get involved. And I love what I do in the church here in Tralee. And I, I the priests, I'm just so thankful for all the priests and their, their work and I cantering and um, helping out with the rosary and whatever I can do. I'm there, you know, anything I can do. I'm the Holy Spirit wants me to do. Well done. And and just before we go for our second piece of music there, yeah. um, there's another little programme that you become involved with on Radio Mirror every now and again. It's with, it's with Aidan, Aidan O'Rourke. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You chat. Uh, you chat, yeah. T- so they t- go. Tell people about that. Yeah, so basically um, we go through the youth youth catechism um, of the Catholic Church and it's a question-answers um, book and it's it's really good. So they'd be, we could do like, they could do two um paragraphs could be like you know say 100 question 116 and question 161 so it's all on the faith and it's yeah questions and answers and father Eamon the priest director is there as well kind of overseeing everything so mixture of guests and a lot of interaction with people kind of texting in or whatsapping as well so and is it mostly young people um, well, I'm not very young, but <laughs> <laughs> you're younger than me. <laughs> I seem to, I seem to have been roped into it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the idea being there that you know, it, yeah, it, young people. Yeah, if people yeah. have a question, yeah. Listen, I'm living in this day and age now, and this is what this says in the in the catechism. Not so easy now to be able to live that, and, and I'm sure then 
with, with the people who are coming on and sharing their own experiences, similar to your own, yeah. uh, that, that people say, listen, do you know, the, the Sabrina got through it. Like, and how did she get through it? Well, obviously, <laughs> she had the faith and she kept on plugging away there and trying to listen to the Holy Spirit and sometimes staying quiet when we like to turn on a bit of music and so on and so forth. Isn't that what it's all about? Oh, absolutely. And and, and I mean, I have my times as well. And I'm, you know, I'm like, am I listening to you properly, Holy Spirit? Do you know what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. there's always be that. You know, as well. So, yeah. And then and then we get little confirmations of that, you know, when we, we might do. hear, yeah. hear yeah. somebody <clears throat> responding back to us or we might hear, yeah. hear us. And, wow. Yeah. And it, it, the Holy Spirit will respond in such a way that you will never, you'll never think, you'll never know, you know, that, you know what I mean? You never expect that it will be this certain way. And it'll be done in, in the Holy Spirit's time, not in my time or your time. Very yeah. true. And yeah. I think the other thing, uh, the, I think the other point is, You'll never be asked, Jesus and the Holy Spirit will never ask you to do something that, that you won't be able to do. No, that's the thing as well. No. Isn't that no. right? And, and, and our, our crosses will never be more than we can than we can handle. This is the thing that people need to remember. And I know that's a very, very difficult thing to say, but mm. no, we just it's, it's very true. Well, very true. certainly uh, from what you've shared with us in terms of your own crosses and so on and so forth, um, the Lord has obviously given you big shoulders, I mean, not physically, but I mean, sh- sh- <laughs> shoulders to be able to carry that cross that you have. And I mean, obviously that, that comes through your faith and comes through the the sharing of, of, of her faith, your nan with you. Yeah, and I suppose yeah. maybe at this stage we should also be thankful to God for, for all the people who have helped us throughout the earth, or our, or our nuns and our, our granddads and, and our, our parents and our teachers and all those who contributed to strengthen our own faith and, and give us the courage to be able to, to continue on because sometimes it's not that easy. No, it's you, not. You no. Know, you'd be Particularly today as well, it's Ireland isn't, isn't what it used to be. <gasps> but... Yeah. There is something out there and, uh, you know, as you find it yourself and thanks be to God, we, we do too, that that, 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 um, that there are resources out there, the Holy Spirit is working out there uh, and if we're open and keep looking, there's something that's waiting for us. And in terms of yourself, thanks be to God, uh, Catholic Radio seems to be what you're into and I, I'm interested in Catholic Radio too, so I'm not going to let you go oh, there. I love it. I'm not going to let I you go there, Catholic so, I'm around, I go around the world, John, looking for all the Catholic radio. <laughs> don't go too far now. Don't, don't no. go too far away from us now. Anyway, no. listen, look, at this particular stage, we might go for our second piece of music. What, what piece of music would you like? I think it's a piece by Liam Lawton, I think it's ever. Yeah, it? I've chosen Liam Lawton and it's come to me because it's just been in, on my kind of, in, I've been singing it a lot lately. So, yeah, I love it. Yeah. OK, let's listen to Liam Lawton so it'll come to me. Come to me with all your burdens Come and place your heart in mine Come and tell me all your worries My love for you will never die For I am full of compassion not be afraid. Come to me with all your burdens. I will never walk away. If you long for healing and your heart is full of fear, 
So welcome back again to the third part of Come and See Inspirations. My name is John Kelly, still joined in the studio here by Anne, and our good friend Sabrina McKiernan, who is joining us on the other end of the Skype line from Trillia County Kerry. And of course, this is the most important part of any programme we do, even the second part, Sabrina. Sorry, your second place. This is the most important part oh, of the programme, where it we is. read and reflect on the Word of God, the Sunday Gospel. And before that, we'll ask Anne to share this prayer, pray for us. So we'll ask Anne to share this prayer that we always pray before reading and reflecting on Scripture. Thanks, Anne. Lord, we thank you for pushing us in the presence of your Word, which you inspired in your prophets. May we approach this Word reverently, humbly, attentively. May we not despise this Word, but receive all it has to say to us, we know that our hearts are closed, often incapable of comprehending the simplicity of your word. Send your spirit to us so that receiving the word in truth and simplicity, 
our lives may be transformed by it. Let's not be resistant, Lord. May your word penetrate us like a two-edged sword. May our hearts be open to it. Let not our eyes be closed, nor our minds wander. But but may we give ourselves entirely to this listening. We ask this order in union with Mary, used to recite the Psalms through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks for that, Anne. So now the Gospel for today, for the 18th Sunday in Ordinary Time, is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 12, verse 13 to 21. A man in the crowd said to Jesus, Master, tell my brother to give me a share of our inheritance. My friend, he replied, who appointed me your judge or the arbitrator of your claim? Then he said to him, Watch and be in your guard against the abyss of any kind. For a man's life is not made secure by what he owns, even when he has more than he needs. Then he told them a parable. There was once a rich man, who, having had a good harvest from his land, thought to himself, What am I to do? I have enough room to I have not enough room to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll put down my barns and build bigger ones, and store all my grain and my goods in them. And I'll say to my soul, My soul, you have plenty of good things laid by for many years to come. Take things easy. Eat drink, have a good time. But God said to him, Fool, this very night the demand will be made for your soul. And this hoard of yours, whose will it be then? So it's when a man stores up treasure for himself in place of making himself rich. So it is when a man stores up treasure for himself in place of making himself rich in the sight of God. So that's the gospel for today. Sabrina, a challenging gospel for ourselves? Um, it is in this, particularly in this world when it's full of materialism and um, wanting more and more and, you know, um, never satisfied at what, what we have and building on what we have. And um, it's, it, it's the line there, a man is not secure. A man is, you know, isn't secure with what he owns. That's the you know that's, that's that's the key point there, and it's about spiritual po- poverty really. You know, happier the poor in spirit. Yeah. Um, that's a, really what it's about, and it's about storing us for us to store treasures in heaven, not not here on earth. You know. I think yeah. so. Yeah. I, I think when I was going through the gospel there today, um, just thinking about it there early on today. The rich man thought to himself after having a good harvest, what am I to do? I have enough room, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking about it, that word having a good harvest. Like most of us, we tend to expect a good harvest as if we deserve it. It was all my saving, it was all my doing and all my planning that created the harvest. No mention about God creating the conditions for a good harvest. And then I thought to myself, the various forms of a good harvest, you know, a good harvest can be our health. Do we ever appreciate what the Lord's given us in terms of health? Not everybody enjoys good health. Or our no. family. Mm-hmm. They know we've been so, been so the, the, the harvest that the Lord has given us in terms of peace and harmony in our family. Lots of families are struggling with poverty and abuse and neglect and so on and so forth. And our jobs and our work and even our faith and our education. 
And the benefits we receive from the examples that I've just given, um, we sometimes forget that they're not given to us for our own use. They're my crops to do what I want to do with. God gives us everything, as we mentioned early on in part, part two of the, uh, 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 of the program here. We're always been given these gifts for the Lord for some work to be done. He, yeah. he expects us to share them. In terms of yourself now, Sabrina, you're sharing your, 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 your faith journey on the radio with us. You're, you're sharing your singing in your own local church. Um, you're sharing with so many people that you meet and the same with ourselves, hopefully. And the same with anybody out there. So maybe the rich people, like the rich men in our lives, uh, we, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to leave it all behind, all no, this sort of stuff. Can't, you know? can't I mean, bring it with us. They can't. <laughs> I mean, as somebody has said, you know, how much did the man leave? Uh, and uh, how much did he, he left everything? <laughs> because he couldn't take it with him. Exactly. Is, is that yeah. the whole point? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah. this week, maybe one of the challenges we have is to reflect on the question. What are the riches in our lives? Are they God-made? Are they God-given? Or are they man-made? Mm-hmm. And then when we maybe think about the riches that we have in our lives, what are we doing with them? Are we going to store them up in bands and keep them there and all rust and dust get on them and nobody else benefit from them? Or like yourself, are we, are we going to share them? And sure, I think that's yeah. what the Lord wants us to do. What do you think? It does, it does. Yeah. Maybe just give us a final thought there, you might... You might want to share that and the gospel yourself in terms of, you know, the, the, the things that we can do out there. Because the parable, a parable is always a teaching from Jesus. So therefore, Jesus wasn't just teaching that guy out there in the gospel. He, he's teaching us today. So what do you think would be the challenge for ourselves this week now, um, Sabrina, you know, that to take away from this gospel? Yeah, I, I think it's very important to recognize and to be, we don't. We've, we're nothing without God. Yeah. We're, abs- we're We are nothing without God. We have nothing. Everything is given to us from yeah. God. Yes. And it is there to share. You don't keep the faith. You share the faith. I think so. Mm. True. And I think as you as you experience within your own life, sometimes it's not that easy. No, no, it's not. But that nothing is easy. No one said it would be easy. You know, <laughs> if it was easy, would. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> And as well as that, like, uh, did, didn't, didn't the Lord all, also say in, in the Gospels, like, I never leave you often, so I won't leave you alone. Yeah, yeah. He'll, yeah, al- he, yeah. he'll always be with us. Yeah. So yeah. listen, thank you so much, Sabrina, for, for staying you. with us this week. It's been lovely having you on the programme. Um, oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. You. Might, you might come back and join us again. I will indeed, absolutely. Oh, I like the Now, there's a piece of music now that I want to go out with this week, and I think it speaks to us all. It's it's certainly one of my favourites, and in, in terms of the gospel and so on and so forth, I think it might emphasise some of that challenges, as we said, that we have. It's by my, John Michael Talbot, and it's entitled Lilies of the Fields. So from Sabrina and from Anne and myself, God bless you all now, and please, God, will speak to you again next week. God bless you all. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye now. God bless.
Just mess for where. 